hi, strangers. It's been a hot minute. Here we are, episode number four. And it's kind of sad that I've only put out three episodes and then I took a month hiatus, but your girl has been booked and busy. So sorry about it, but I'm back and I'm rolling out an episode right before the dreaded year of 2020 ends. That's right. It's the week leading up to Christmas. The holidays have snuck up on us, people. Happy holidays. Happy holidays. Happy, happy holidays. Happy holidays. Happy COVID holidays. Happy holidays. Happy you shouldn't see your family or do anything fun for the holidays. Happy It's not going to feel like the holidays. You guys know what I'm trying to say. It is going to be a holly jolly COVID Christmas. What a bummer. And to think that Christmas is just around the river bend is very scary because I am not ready. I am very ill prepared for the holiday season. And to top off 2020, what better way than to have a COVID scare in the family leading up to Christmas time? Ooh. How lovely. Um, To be expected, though, I mean, my whole family has been actually going to work. And I mean, with having people that work in healthcare and work in schools and um, working in factories in in my area, it's, it's bound to happen. And again, like, God bless my family members for having the jobs that they do. Um, but it makes situations like this very difficult. So it's going to be a very weird Christmas, but that's okay. I've been kind of like Rapunzel up in my room, uh, for the past few days. Um, I worked out in Queens last week and other than that, going to work those two basketball games that I worked, I have literally only seen my family for the past month. Um, you know, just trying to do my part. But, you know, I can't really complain, even though I've been stuck up in my room um, since I've gotten home, just because of, you know, trying to stay clear of everybody. It hasn't been too bad. I mean, right now I'm sitting in my bed, snuggled up in my pajamas that I've been wearing for the past 24 hours. And I look next to me and I have three uh, cups and one is a water bottle, one is a coffee cup, and one is a wine glass. So if you ask me, homegirl's not doing as bad as she could be during a situation like this. I am doing my best to thrive with the hand that I have been given. Not only that, but one might say I'm starting to also lose my mind a little bit. Um, I have my dog up here with me and she's a little angel and follows me around everywhere when I'm home. But, you know, it's kind of skipped the point of having like, you know, my cute little dog voice, you know, like when you talk to your your animals, you have your voice that you talk to them and that has surpassed. I am now having full blown ass adult human conversations with my dog. She looks at me like I'm an idiot. And sometimes in my mind, she responds to me. And that's when I know that I'm going a little bit insane, but I'm not quite there yet. So hopefully that doesn't happen. But with the holiday around the corner, I hope that everyone stays safe. I know that it's not going to be a holly jolly Christmas like it normally is um, for anybody. And who would have thought that back in March that we would still be here? 
what a question mark of a year. And any other time in the history of forever, if I said that right now is just a question mark in the world, people would be like, well, what the hell are you talking about? But I think we can all agree to just know what I mean when I say that the world is a question mark. We still don't know what we're supposed to do. I mean, we know what to do, but we also don't know how to like completely abide by that while trying to like make a living, go to work, live in a household with other people. It's just, that's the best way I can explain it. It's a question mark. So hopefully everybody else is dealing with their question marks the best and safest way possible. Hopefully you're finding alternatives to spend the holiday uh, with your friends and family. I wish that I was able to get together, talk to my friends, talk to my family, have a few beverages, and just enjoy each other's company, but it looks a little different this year, so hopefully you're all figuring that out as well. I have a wonderful interview today, so I am looking forward to you all hearing it, um, and yeah, hopefully... 2021 brings everybody a better year than what this 2020 year of question mark devastation and tragedy has brought us. Ugh. All right, let's take us out on a high note. Let's get to this interview. Hello, hello, everyone. Thank you for tuning in today. You are in for a real treat today, my guest is a 24-year-old from Houston, Texas. Shout out H-Town. She graduated from college from Sam Houston State, located in Prison City. No joke, there was a view of a prison from her bedroom window. Cute. Currently living in Austin, Texas, where she met yours truly. She's working in pharmaceuticals and is just trucking along in this pandemic, just like the rest of us, but being a badass bitch while doing it, I'm sure, and trying to keep her head above water in the sea of struggles known as your 20s. My guest today, ladies and gentlemen, is Brianna Augustus. Beow, beow, beow. <laughs> so glad we're on the same page about that I was like I gotta do an LJ style when I get in like, yes yay I'm so happy that you were able to jump on how are you things yes. <sighs> are going man they're just they're just going it's like every day is the same day but just like a different time of the year you know right Groundhog's so, Day yeah. started in March I mean I know you guys don't have snow down there right now but for me, I'm like, wow, we're really bringing <laughs> no, it back around and just finishing out the year strong <laughs> just where we left it. But it's so good to yes. see you. So how is COVID down in Texas? I feel like it's another world down there. It, it is. I'm interested to hear what it's like for you too, because um, I mean, everybody has their speculations about like how COVID is in Texas and like we're just out here running wild and like no mask Nancy and all this other stuff and it's not really the case like honestly nothing has really changed too much for us besides the fact that like when you go places now you just wear a mask so the cases keep going up I personally have not had COVID during this time thank the Lord well that's good but yeah we're just you know out here masking it I guess you guys <laughs> really, really are it. like masking Nothing's it. close so I still follow the Round Rock Sports Center on Instagram, and that's mm -hmm. where I worked when I was in Texas, for those of you who don't know. But 
Um, I still follow them and they're still having tournaments. Girls are still playing volleyball and we're up yeah. here. Like sport teams have not met like this entire season. It's kind of crazy. Oh my gosh. Yeah, it is crazy. I feel like June, they were like, okay, you can go back to the gym. And like, that just became like, all right, everyone can practice now. Like, wow. I'm, I'm telling you, nothing's changed. So basically <laughs> what, gonna... what I'm hearing is that I left Texas at a terrible time because I literally had like seven <laughs> months in New York City. And then they were just like, just kidding. The world's going to get shut down. And literally I've been like hiding under a rock ever since. <laughs> Good times. Yay. <laughs> good times no seriously I'm like if any time were a good time for Lauren to come back it would be now because she would get to do things like absolutely yeah don't tempt me with a good time um Brie when you (laughs) I still can't believe that you're 24 I don't know why but I just thought that you were like my age and I know that you're younger than me but just like saying it out loud that you're 24, I'm like, this bitch is so mature for being 24. And when I met you, you, oh had, to have been like, you had to have been like 22, which I'm just like, I mean, I don't know. I, I, was, I yeah. didn't have my life together at 22. So good for you, girl. You're just like a little super woman. Actually, when I met you, to be, <laughs> to be very fair, I actually turned 22 the day before I met you. Like my first time meeting you, my birthday was the day before. Yes. Oh my God. Fresh. (laughs) Wow. Well, you seem so much older than that. So good, good for you, girl. Oh Uh, gosh, stop. Don't say that. (laughs) So what's been new with you? I mean, the last time you and I saw each other and talked like face to face, I mean, I know it's virtual right now, but it was over a year ago. Yeah. It's too long. I didn't even realize like all the things that have happened from that time. I have new jobs, same company. Um, that's a new one. Nice. Uh, working from home full time now. That's also new. Um, other than that, same old, same old. Your favorite dog in the whole wide world outside of Scout, Rollo. Oh, <laughs> big and bad. That <laughs> that has changed. He is. Um, very excited about life at all times. Still doing the whole like stretch on you and everything. I love it. Probably 50 million times of the day. <laughs> My favorite thing about Rollo is when you told me what his name was and you were like, oh, and, and his and his brother Snickers. And I was like, uh, was the dog's name Rollo or Rollo? Because I think, I think you guys may have got it mixed up. <laughs> I absolutely did. I love telling this story because people are just like, yeah, I don't know how you could have seen the dog named Snickers and not thought that his name was Rolo like the candy. And it's like, Rolos are candy. Ah, okay. That makes a lot of sense now of why his brother's name is Snickers. Makes so much sense. Really didn't know why she was calling him Rollo. And I was like, oh, I'm the one calling him Rollo. His name is Rolo. So... You know, he does not respond to Rollo, any- Rollo anymore. So um, oh, I think cla- I've been successful at changing his name. Absolutely. <laughs> Classic mix-up. <laughs> it was yeah, just so funny because you like, you like told me the story and I was like, hmm, maybe it's Rollo? I don't know. <laughs> Anyways, whatever floats your boat. Call your dog whatever yeah, you want. Sure. Yeah, sure. Yeah, whatever you want. It's your fur child. <laughs> Call him what you want. But Brie, okay, so... I know 
you mentioned your job so that you got promoted. So what do you do? And I know we've talked about this, but sometimes I still can't really like grasp, but I know it's, it's really cool and interesting, but I just like, I can't explain it. This is funny. I feel like the, when you finally got it down, like you got down exactly how to explain my job, I like changed jobs and you were like, oh, well, I guess that is out of the window. Um, Absolutely. <laughs> I have to get rid of that explanation. But I currently work for a pharmaceutical company. I'll try to make this like not as boring as possible, but um, basically all these little clinical trials that go on one in particular being like a COVID vaccine. Somebody has to come in and be like the third party that's unbiased, like what's going on. And um, there's like a whole team of people who do that. And I happen to be one of them. I'm not on the COVID study. I need to make that disclaimer right here. <laughs> but um, I do work for um, the company that is the third party, if you will. So my job is to just remotely monitor and make sure that everything looks good for these clinical trials. So that's the most like boring kind of way that I can explain it without getting into like the ins and outs and all the boring details of my job. But yeah, that's but what I do. That's awesome day. though, because you know what? You're actually like making a difference in life. What made you <laughs> want to get into doing that? Um, honestly, this is probably the most like, not even cliche, but this is like I'm not some like successful woman that like always knew that she wanted to do this as a child. Truth be told, didn't even know about this whole world until like maybe three months after I started working for the company. <laughs> like oh, it wow. wasn't even like I knew what I was doing when I got hired. Like I had no idea. I learned in the process. But basically what happened is my boyfriend who I have not mentioned so far, Devin, otherwise known as D Hill, um, he had moved to the Austin area while I was still at Sam Houston. I really didn't have any plans of like where I wanted to work at that time. Like I knew that I was probably going to stay in Texas, most likely was going to go back home to Houston. But he was like, do you want to move in with me? And I was like, guess I'm going to start looking for jobs in Austin after I graduated. And they were like the first people to like actually want to hire me shockingly, which like never happens for me. Like, I feel like if I get the interview, then I have the job. And I went on like 8 million interviews and I was like, okay, after college sucks because <laughs> I'm still working at Victoria's Secret and I have a degree. This, this just sucks. But yeah, that company that I worked for was the first one to be like, yeah, we want you. And I was like, oh. I have benefits. I'm an adult now. Like I have a salary. And so, yeah, that's how I got into that. And then I just ended up being really freaking good at it. And now here we are. <laughs> Damn right you These are. People are probably going to be like, she is so conceited. Why does Lauren like her? <laughs> oh, get out of here. Are you kidding me? No, that's awesome. <laughs> I mean, like you literally started a job that you didn't know anything about and you got promoted in a year. So you're a badass. Good for you. Thanks. Thanks. You know. So yeah, exactly. So speaking of Devin, that's actually how we met each other. So I know I mentioned that I worked um, in Texas for, I guess it was almost two years, but Devin and I were coworkers and thank 
the Lord above that I met you guys because you guys basically were like my family down there because you were the yes. only ones that just like accepted me for my wild <laughs> and like just ridiculous self. Everybody else is a little like, what the hell? And I mean, honestly, I shouldn't say that because all of the people that I worked with were really great. Um, that's pretty much the only place I met my friends was through the Round Rock Sports Center. Um, between like you and Mariah and Devin and Eli, um, which are some other friends that I met down there, you guys were like the only ones that like I could actually go out and hang out with because everybody else that worked there decided to get hitched and knocked up. (laughs) Literally when I got down there, (laughs) yeah, like everyone that I knew when I got down there, everyone was like, oh, my wife's pregnant. Oh, I'm pregnant. Oh, this person's (laughs) pregnant. And I'm like, what is in the water down here? I'm not going to drink no, it. Literally. Yeah. It was like, this is <laughs> kind like of wild. The whole company, like the whole freaking company, like across the board, like I feel like three people were pregnant at one time at any given time of the year. Exactly. And like, I, there's me, a 24 year old who just graduated, like with her master's and moving to, you know, this cool hip area in Texas. Everyone's like, Ooh, you're going to Austin. And literally every single person that I got along with other than you guys and Mariah and Eli were getting married and had a baby on the way. So I was like, Oh sweet. Yeah. Let's go down to sixth street. Oh, just kidding. Can't go. <laughs> Can't go. I have a baby at the house. Like, Oh uh, yeah. Yikes. Uh, but Yikes. you guys were like my saving grace down there. So thank oh my you. Gosh. We had some great times. I'm we did. So glad. We had so much fun. Um, so in addition to your current job, at the end of this interview, people are going to be like, yo, this bitch, how does she, she's like a little energizer bunny. Like, how do you do all this? <laughs> but in addition to your current job that you've already got promoted for, you're also a volleyball coach. And you've been doing that for a year and a half now? (laughs) Oh, Lauren. Oh, oh, Lauren. (laughs) I have been coaching volleyball for six years now. This is my sixth season. Where the hell was I? (laughs) (laughs) Wait, not not with the same club though, right? No. Okay. No, 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 no. No, because, yeah, so I started started when I was in Huntsville. You're making me sound like a buff friend, (laughs) Brie. No, 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 I'm just kidding. I, I did not really talk about the Huntsville life. As Lauren said in my little bio, you know, prison was viewable from my bathroom window. It is not a joke at all. That's like very accurate. Like literally you could see the prison walls from my window. Uh, if you go to the pen in Texas, you're going to Huntsville most likely. Just saying. Like it's just. The pen? Just, yeah. It's just where <laughs> I happen to go to school, you know, just casual. Very great in criminal justice. If anybody's, you know, listening, trying to go, you know, get a degree in criminal justice or whatever, and you want to see this prison on your campus, you know, by all means. But anyway, you're, you're like some people have like medical clinics on their campus. Some people have, you know, great athletic departments. Nope, Sam Houston we State got prisons. They got <laughs> criminals. <laughs> Beautiful. Literally. Um, but yeah, so I started coaching when I was there. And then when I moved to Austin, I was just like, fuck it. Like, I'm going to do that here too. Like, why not? I was doing it before. It can't be too different. It's the same little kids, like just different, just different people, different area. So started coaching there. This is going to be my third season with this club in particular. Great club. But yeah, I've been doing that for a while. I got some 
some very interesting times that happen when you deal with other people's children and the parents that belong to those children. I can only (laughs) imagine you probably have like the patience of a monk because I don't like kids. I don't like parents. No, I'm just kidding. No, but my, one of my favorite stories, um, cause you used to have tournaments at the facility I worked at. So every once in a while I'd like sneak you downstairs and we'd sit and talk for a little bit. Um, when you had a break in your, in your schedule. But I remember the one time you're like, you're like, Oh my gosh. I was like, so mad at these girls and we're all sitting in a meeting and, and I'm, you know, I'm talking to them, trying to give them like a pep talk. And you're like, you got the bag and you fumbled it. And you're like, did I just say Gucci main lyrics? <laughs> I was like, all these like 13 year olds are probably just standing there. Like I got the who and I did what? I got the what? And like some of them, like some of them that like are about that life, listen to that music. They were like, did she just, no, she didn't. Coach Bree, no, you know, no, Coach Bree, no. Yeah, I was like, yeah, I absolutely did say that they got the bag and fumbled it because they absolutely did get the bag and fumble it. Like anytime you are winning and you should have dominated, that that just needs to end in the dub. And when it doesn't, it's It's really disappointing. Like, you got to try to motivate from that point. Like, how do I motivate after you just almost beat a team, but, like, didn't beat them? Like, what do I even say to you at this point? So, you know, you, you pull things from everywhere when you're trying to have these little pep talks with, like, 14, 15, 16-year-olds. It's like, got to get to you somehow. Like <laughs> Exactly. If that's the way you get to them, that you got to do what you got to do. So, wait, are you still – you were coaching 14 – when I was in Texas, right? Or is that what mm-hmm. you're still doing? No. So I, I, I prefer the, like 14 is a school, but I prefer 15s. Um, they're freshmen in high school. And I like to joke with like some other coaching friends, getting them at 15, they're freshmen. It's right before they start to get the attitude in high school. So it's like perfect. Cause I'm like, you're still respectful enough to where I don't have to clown you in front of your teammates but like, you're also like cool enough to where like, if I say, God damn it, you're not going to tell your mom that I cussed at you. Like that, that <laughs> it's like prime age right there where it's just like, all right, this is cool. I can have fun with you guys. I don't right. have to watch my back. Like <laughs> That makes sense. So yeah. have you had any humbling stories that you would like to share with the class? <laughs> Look, yeah, absolutely. I, um, one of them's not even from volleyball, honestly. It's from um, Victoria's Secret. Oh, I, um, bringing up, lost... bringing up the pre-professional job life. Yeah, I love that it. Was, that was whew, that was um, major. I would like to say that I am just going to be honest about it. Definitely grew up spoiled. Not even going to pretend that I didn't. Um, I started working at like. HEB, maybe like, I don't know, the last four months that I was in high school, and that was like the only job that I had ever had. For those of you who and don't yeah. know, because we're a lot of my listeners oh, yeah. are northern <laughs> folk, HEB is like basically the Giant Eagle slash Wegmans slash, you know, the primetime grocery store of Texas. Yeah. It's, it's, a, it's awesome. Store. Yeah. Okay. Sorry. I just had, just had to clarify. Cause I'm like, nobody, yeah. most, most people that, 
<laughs> yeah, nobody would know what that is. So sorry to interrupt. <laughs> <laughs> so the grocery store, I bagged groceries at the grocery store. I did that for a couple months. Not a humbling experience at all. I just, you know, did that. Victoria's Secret, that was the first one. I was like, these women in here are talking to me like I, I don't know, like I just popped out of middle school and just decided to ring up panties for a living. Like, I'm not really sure why I'm getting this treatment. One night, this girl comes in and she is like, you see some crazy stuff when you work at Victoria's Secret, but she was obviously with her sugar daddy. Like, it was, it was, it was interesting Ooh. by all means, but like, I'm like, okay, cool. That's, that's great for you, girl, but it's really pissing me off to see you in here like this because I'm back here at this counter about to ring up all this stuff that he's about to buy for you. Like, and she had like, I'm pretty, I think at the end, her bill was like $2,600 and like, oh that my. doesn't seem like a lot, but out of Victoria's Secret, that's the whole damn store. But yeah, I, I you're like, like oh. You're like, that doesn't seem like a lot. I'm like, that's more than I spend on. I've never bought anything that expensive in my entire life. So I can't imagine dropping that at Victoria's Secret. In one spot, like at one spot. Like I'm like, this is, you're going to spend all of this at one store. Like, and he, of course, just swiped for her. But like, first of all, we were closed when she came in. Like we, like there will be people in Victoria's Secret and like the little hatch thing at the mall. So they like shut everything down. That will be like halfway down because we still have to like let the people who are in the store out of the store but that doesn't mean that you can come in the store like that gotcha. that's supposed to tell you like hey like we're not taking any more customers i know you see people in here but we're not open you heard so- it here first guys if you ever see <laughs> them all that means uh you don't have to go home but you can't come in here <laughs> you cannot come in there like we are not not having it so she comes in there and she is like, I can see that she's like high class, whatever, just like getting her little stuff out of Victoria's Secret, like <laughs> making her, her little man carry everything. And she goes, um, my hands in the air. I know you guys can't see me, but my hands in the air with like my fingers like wiggling like a princess. Mm-hmm. Um, employee, employee. And I was just like, <laughs> like there's only three of us over here two of them are in a conversation so she has to be talking to me but I'm like looking around like who is she talking to because she can't be talking to me because my name is not employee and like I know she couldn't know my name at all because I'm not wearing a name tag but she can't be talking to me and she's like employee and I was like she's really talking to me she had me come and like hold up like her different options and like hold them up to her to like have her man like judge which one she should get and that was like at that moment like I I rung her up and I just like went back to the room like the little break room and just started like bawling my eyes out because I was like I have never felt so like personal assistant in my life like and I don't even know this woman she didn't pay me to do this like I'm not even getting anything out of this experience it was just people are probably listening like why is that upsetting you and it was just like to be out of college and like just working like this I was just like I did not slave for four years in these labs and whatnot to like work at Victoria's Secret and get treated like this like this sucks like I was like I might just like not come back (laughs) I'm just why I was like I'm $64,000 
in debt <laughs> and I'm working like $11 an hour holding up panties for people. <laughs> like, this cannot be my real life. <laughs> so Brie, I know you brought up Devin. So you guys met at Sam Houston Prison City. Um, how did you guys meet? Um, so originally, and Devin's going to laugh when he hears this, but originally I met him, uh, we were both dating someone at the time and a guy who I was really, really close friends with was work, like Devin had hired him to do like some social media stuff, um, where we were working at. And so, um, we were like on the way back to my apartment and we happened to pass up like this place, um, it was like a coliseum like basically like where people get graduated basketball courts whatever so we're passing it up on my on our way home and he's like I gotta stop in and talk to my boss really quick and so I went in there with him and that's when I met Devin for the first time and I was like he's cute Ooh. I have a boyfriend moving on and that was like the end of that and I didn't see him really again for like a couple months after that um I only remember that because I remember thinking to myself that he was cute and that was it and wait so was so, he was he the boss that your friend had to go talk to yes oh <laughs> yeah so I was like oh okay so then um like a couple months later I was like you know what it's time for me to have an on-campus job um let me just get one and so got this little on-campus job met Devin um, we didn't work in the same department, but it was like the same place. And so I would see him all the time. Um, but even then we were still just friends. Um, and I, I specifically remember like, it was always like, we'd be hanging out like a big group, group of us, like a couple of my friends, a couple of his friends. And like somehow me and him would get off to like talking in the corner and then we'd get interrupted. It was like... Oh, we like just hit another milestone where I just like know another little thing about his life. And like, that's pretty cool. And yeah, that just kept happening. And then finally, it was just like, all right, let's hang out like just me and you so that we can finally like, just talk me and you and it was supposed to be on some friendly stuff really wasn't that friendly on my end because I was like, he's cute. He wants to hang out with me. Fuck all of you other people. <laughs> just gonna be me and him. Um, and yeah, and then after that, it was just like, yeah, we're we weren't like a thing, but we were a thing. You know, you know how that works. <laughs> yeah, the old song and dance. That's so yeah. cute. I love how you're just like, all my friends, stop cock blocking me. Get out of here. You're not invited. <laughs> yeah, everyone needs to leave. Like I'm tired of this. I just want to have one conversation with him that doesn't get interrupted. Like. <laughs> Oh, you guys are perfect. So you guys have been dating for what, like four years, three years? It'll be four years in March. Oh my. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> four yeah. years. That's a long time. So I guess I, I was around for what, two years of those four years? Yeah. Yeah. You were around probably like the longest of anyone, like of our friend group. You probably have seen the ins and outs of like how me and him are together like in the flesh more than literally everyone. (laughs) Poor Devin. I just remember the one time we all went out and we came back to your apartment and (laughs) I was just like, I was like, sorry, Devin, I'm sleeping with Brie. And I like, I was just such a trash can of a human. I literally like (laughs) grabbed a bag of Doritos, ate them in your bed. There was like Dorito crumbs everywhere. I'm like, wow, Devin is going to literally want to kill me. (laughs) 
Right. <laughs> and we're just going to continue the night in the bed with this bag of chips. <laughs> I know. I was like, sorry, Devin, not only did I steal your spot in your bed, but I also left <laughs> Doritos everywhere. And I also remember that same night when we took the Uber ride home, I literally like fell asleep on your shoulder. <laughs> yes. I just like felt like oh, and Lauren has such tiny hands too and they were like wrapped around my arm and you were just like taking the nicest little snooze of your life in the Uber. It was so cute. And I was like, oh Lauren had a great time. Like, my mom's probably listening to this, like, Lauren, do you have something to tell us? You literally were snuggling with Bree and then you kicked Devin out of his own bed and slept with him. <laughs> Like, just let us know. We love you. I know. I'm like, nope, I was just being a tired ass of a human, just wanting to have a little snack before I went to sleep. Oh, God. Those are the good old days. Oh, the Austin Such days. Such good old days. Those are, that was so oh, fun. Yeah. I can't remember. Was that for our birthday? Because I know Devin's it birthday was. is like two days before mine, right? Yeah. So this is the eighth. it was for. Is it January Here's 8th? No, his is the fourth, and you're the tenth. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Oh yeah, he has the same birthday as my mom. Yeah. So yeah, we we were just like, yep, let's uh, just go out for your birthday. Devin, I don't think had that great of a time that night. Um. <laughs> did he feel sick? He did. He did. He was, couldn't hang. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> he's yeah, just we, like he's like this is life I think he was turning 27 at the time he's like this is what my life has come to we all go out to eat and like my stomach is just not settling very well <laughs> oh good time just like not taking it like I almost got in trouble that night <laughs> oh no we we had a good time um yeah. But yeah, so the past few episodes I have talked and had my guests all have been in relationships long term. One of them is married. And so, you know, based off of those past few episodes, I realized that I have not told anybody about what my dating (laughs) life has been like. And I figured, right. And I figured, what better time to bring up my dating? history than to bring up my experience with texas men texas men Honestly, I... <laughs> you were there for the this is like a movie <laughs> yeah you were there for the lows and then the lowers because it, the there lower was lows. there was no highs when it came to date dating the texas men i have a question for texas what the hell is going on? You guys got to <laughs> knock it off. I don't know if I just came into contact with just like the guys that just weren't a good fit, but like my experience with that geographic uh, testing sample, not <laughs> good. <laughs> not good samples in Texas. I mean, you know, I, you might have a point. I, Devin's from Chicago, so he's not a part of that sample, so I can't can't really exactly no. And I'm just kidding. There's a lot of great guys in Texas, but all the ones that I came in contact with, the good ones, um, they're either dating or married or not from Texas. But yeah, you you just you picked it out right from the start, Bree. You were just like, nope, I'm gonna go for the Chicago boy. Yep, 
I have to, I have to. I've, I've dealt here, I've been here before. These samples aren't good. I'm just gonna, you know, just move right on along to another state. <laughs> smart girl, smart girl. So yeah, Brie was there for all of my escapades. And I don't want to make it sound like I dated a lot of people down there because I really didn't date no, anyone. I really didn't date anyone. It was more of just like I would have interactions or I'd go meet up with people and afterwards I'm just like is this what dating is like after college well it's not because my experience has not been like that with any other geographic ever so Brie can you explain to me what what is it is it me is it them help me out you know I think it's definitely then because the shit that you told us or that I witnessed with my own two eyes about these guys. I was like, this cannot be real life. Where does Lauren find these people? Because this cannot be real life. I just. Some of them were nice. It just wasn't a good matchup. It's not a good matchup at all. Lauren's a strong woman and she knows what she wants. And um, some of these guys just, um, she's too much woman for him. That's really yes, all I have you. to say. Thank you. Snaps for that. <laughs> Listen up, boys. No, but I will say out of all of my bad experiences, we did all benefit from one of them. Oh my God. I took the one for the freaking team. <laughs> <laughs> this man, what, I mean, I don't like to name drop, but can we just talk about what his name was? His name? Um, well, you do the honors. What was his name, Bree? I can't remember because, I mean, it sounded so close to my dog's name that I was just <laughs> like, I'm not really feeling this. That was like strike one because I was like, you know, Rolly, Raleigh, Rolly. <laughs> Rolly, I think it was. But he had a boat. <laughs> and you had, um, or Devin had a friend visiting from out of town. And I remember you guys, like we both, like Devin and I never had days off together. And we actually yeah. had a day off this weekend. And we were just like, wow, we need to do something really fun. And I'm just like, guys, I'm willing to take one for the team. We're going on a boat. We are getting on this damn boat. We're having a boat day. And you guys are like, Lauren, but with who? And I'm like, don't worry about it. Don't ask his name. No, I'm just kidding. No, that was like, I think that plan was even made in drunkenness at that. Like, we definitely planned this. Dude, we were actually at 6th Street the night before. And we were making these plans after our, like, I don't know, sixth shot of the night. <laughs> it's like, I got you guys. We're going to have such a great day tomorrow. We're all going to be hungover. It's going to be fun. And, like, I probably sound like such a jerk right now, but, like, he offered. Like, I remember weeks before he was like, oh, yeah, if you ever want to go out on my boat, just let me know. Mm -hmm. So I was like, uh, surprise, we want to go out on the boat. <laughs> and... Um, it was just kind of weird because like, I was expecting him to maybe bring like a friend or two. No, like literally this man took me, Bree, Devin and Devin's friend, Jake out on his boat and we like had our own boat day and he was just there. He literally like guys, when I, first of all, and this guy had like maybe 
0.02% of a personality at all. So it seriously felt like when I think back to that day and I think of him, he was the hired driver of the boat is what it felt like because he was like not really interacting with us, like only really interacting with Warren, like, and just driving the freaking boat. <laughs> yeah. And like, it just cracked me up because I would kind of like talk with him and then I'd actually like go and like sit with you guys and be like, hey, like, what's up? <laughs> and like, I remember the one time you and I jumped in the water because we were going to tube and we're like floating out in the lake. And I'm like looking at you and I'm like, so what do you think? <laughs> and you're just like, um, yeah, he's, he's good. <laughs> And I'm like, free. And you're like, I don't know. He kind of seems like a frat boy. I don't know. <laughs> I'm like, look, I'm having a good time, but can't really tell you if that guy's having a good time and he's here with you. So, <laughs> and you know what, ladies and gentlemen, um, I was kind of concerned because I remember after that, we, him and I hung out like one or two times. And I remember asking him, like, he would never talk about his house, which was always kind of, like, weird to me. Like, he just never brought up, like, where he went after, like, the boat or us hanging out. So, I remember the one time I was like, yeah, I just think it's kind of weird that you, like, don't ever talk about your your home life. And then he was like, well, I just feel like I don't, I don't really want to talk about it. And I was just like, well, that's a red flag. And we never <laughs> talked again. <laughs> literally never saw that man again like never saw him again just like spent the day on his boat like like it was such a mutual just like shoulders up just like me didn't work out like literally it was just like one comment where i was like yeah it's weird that you don't talk about your house and he's like yeah well i don't know about that and i was like all right okay and that was it (laughs) yeah i I remember thinking that it was like super sketch and I was like, what is he hiding in there, Lauren? Like, are there bodies? Like, does he live with his mom? Like, what's the deal? Like, and the fact that he won't tell you, don't know about a girl. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Like, I, I've even speculated maybe he like, I don't know. I mean, I don't want to say he was like married, but I'm just like. Or even, yeah. I mean, who knows? Honestly, after Seriously. my. Like, looking back, I mean, I think that was kind of, like, in the middle of when I I was down there. But looking back, nothing would shock me anymore. Yeah. (laughs) Mm -mm -mm. (laughs) So, Brie, you are one of the sick and twisted people that enjoy (laughs) competitions, like weightlifting competitions. Well, not weightlifting competitions. What would it call? Anything, honestly. I guess bodybuilding competitions. I hate Ooh. saying it like that because I don't look like a bodybuilder at all. Like if you guys like you look at my Instagram after this and you like figure out who I am or whatever, like I don't look like a bodybuilder at all. So I hate saying it like that, but it's the world of bodybuilding. <laughs> <laughs> it's the world of bodybuilding, just living in it. <laughs> just living in it. Just loving it. <laughs> no, but no, what you like what those people do to prepare for the competitions it's honestly like the most self like how would you say it it's like you have to like totally just immerse yourself into it like that is your life for the time that you're doing it yeah it's it's like the biggest like mental challenge that you put yourself in like on purpose Right. (laughs) That's like the best way to describe it because I mean, honestly, it's not even 
I feel like I, somebody's gonna like clown me because it's like I don't have room to speak because I've never stepped on stage before. But like I, I still like understand like what it's gonna take to get me there, and like it's not going to the gym and like lifting the heavy weights that's the hard part it's mm -hmm. not like eating food that's the hard part it's like the combination of being like perfect with everything day in and day out every single day and like not making a mistake in that so that you can like be at your prime so that you compete with all these other girls that literally have spent the last like 80 days going day in and day in out like doing everything checking all their boxes like it's rough. Like you're going to a very dark place, like uh, just trying to get that lean. It's, it's very interesting. <laughs> I believe it. That it's like the most self-discipline, like oh, challenge yeah. ever, which like, I'm sure you probably learn a lot about yourself doing that, but I don't know if I could ever do it. Mama likes to eat too much. <laughs> and like the, <laughs> some of the, yeah, like some of the stuff you were telling me, I mean, I know you've kind of like switched I don't know if you've like switched coaches, but you've had, um, different experiences with different people that have helped you. So, mm -hmm. um, I guess like, what, what are you working towards right now? Like, have you officially competed yet? No, I have not. So I, I took a step back because I, I think I listened to like this other podcast, um, no free advertisement. No, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> It's okay. Everyone but, throws in free ads on this show. Go yeah. for it. <laughs> yeah. So I, I listened to this podcast and it's like from a bodybuilder or whatever. And like, I, I was hearing him talk about things and it was like, this is not supposed to be like a very quick process to where you just like get on stage, get these nice pictures and you take them and post it on Instagram for all your friends and stuff back home to say like, oh my God, you've done such a great job because like you probably could look like shit and get last place in the competition and your friends are still going to say that. It's like, so that, that can't be the reason that you put yourself through this because there are so many other things that you can do where you can post pictures of it and your family is like, oh my God, it's so cool that you're doing this and your friends are so excited for you and everything like that. This is not the sport for you if like that's what you're trying to do. And so I was like, yeah, I'm not supposed to be going through this like super quickly. Mm -hmm. And um I started off, I can't believe I'm saying this out loud, but I started off weighing like 190 pounds and like, I, I mean, if you meet me in person, I don't look like I weigh that at all. And I, well, I don't now, but like, I have never looked like that. I'm kind of tall, I guess, but like, I was like, oh my God, I'm like close to 200 pounds and I'm like five, seven, like this isn't okay. Like, and I was losing weight, like super fast after I started prep, like I had lost I think probably like 30 pounds in 16 weeks and oh my. It's, it's not, it's not ideal. Um, and I was like super hungry all the time. Like all I thought about was food. Like I was like dreaming about food. Like I would wake up and the first thing, like before I even like went to the bathroom, brush my teeth, I'm like, what am I eating for breakfast today? And I got like super like hung up on all of that. And I was like, this can, like, I know that this is supposed to be how it is like towards the end when I'm getting close to showtime, but I'm not even close to showtime. And I feel like this, like, there's no way that like I get better from here. Like I'm already like at the bottom. Um, and so then I kind of like took a step back and I was like, all right, you have to do this process like slowly and you have to start your prep at like a healthier weight to be able to like, really you should lose like, about 15 pounds going from like your 
quote unquote healthy weight down to like a stage lean weight, which is not a healthy weight at all. But that process should only be like 15 pounds. If you're losing more than that, then you probably need to take a step back and like reevaluate if you're even healthy enough to like try to prep to go on stage. So ideally I should weigh like 160 pounds when I start prep, not 190. Um, so yeah, I've taken a step back and I'm like, all right, this needs to be done slowly so that I'm like not rebounding after the show and like blowing up like I see so many other girls doing because they've been depriving themselves of food for just like weeks and weeks on end. And then they get out of their show and they literally eat everything in sight. And like your body like wants food at that time. It wants carbs, it wants fat, it wants everything that you're bringing. So it's not gonna get rid of it easily because it thinks it's like, oh, well, I'm never getting this shit again. So <laughs> let right. me just gather all of this. And then you end up gaining, like I've seen girls that have gained like 30 pounds in two weeks oh, because my. they've just like eaten so much. And I'm like, if this is like supposed to, this, this can't be healthy. So mm-hmm. I say all that to say that <laughs> like I am like working towards getting to a place where I'm like healthier to get down to like, um, a, a prep, a healthy prep weight so that I can go into like prepping to be on stage. And it'll probably be April of next year that I will do that. But I'm super excited to like finally do it. Cause it's like, I'm proving that to myself that I can like take myself to some pretty like crazy places with discipline, like what mm-hmm. all I can accomplish, just like following the same thing every single day and like making sure that I'm my best every single day, which sounds like, crazy and passionate and obsessive when I say it out loud but like it doesn't feel that way when I'm doing it yeah well thanks for, well first off thanks for sharing because I feel like <laughs> people need to hear that stuff because when you see mm-hmm. that stuff on Instagram everyone's like I want to do that but it's like you don't really know like how yeah. taxing on your body and your mind something like that can be so mm-hmm. um but I think you're going about it the right way like I know we've kind of texted back and forth about you yeah. working towards this and you're just like I need to make sure that I'm like mentally prepared to go into this to be like successful so yeah. I think you're going about it the right way so yeah Thanks. I know you'll put your mind to it you you're a hard-working gal if you haven't noticed people not only is she a full-time <laughs> professional employee not only is she a volleyball coach that I have witnessed like that takes up oh, yeah. your weekends that takes up Literally your evenings <laughs> but the bitch is also doing a bodybuilding competition like Brie <laughs> superwoman over here she's crazy <laughs> Yeah, I try, I try. <laughs> uh, but I will say, not to do like a little humble brag, but I've actually lost weight over um, <gasps> quarantine. Yes, Laura. I know. I've almost lost 14 pounds since April. <gasps> yes. Good. I know. Well, I've been, well, hmm. <laughs> people are like, oh, how'd you do it? And I'm like, oh, you know, just a series of life altering events have happened to me. <laughs> such as unemployment, moving out of the city. I moved across the country to live in heartbreak. So the first seven pounds kind of rough, probably not the (laughs) most healthiest, but after that I kind of stepped it up and I was like, well, I'm kind of on a roll here. Might as well kick it off. But yeah. So you know, just humble brag. I'm, I'm right there oh, with you. you. Congratulations. Oh, thanks. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. It's kind of weird. Cause I'm like, I'm not really like trying, but I feel like I'm just kind of in like a good, healthy place yeah, right now. Mindset. Yeah. yeah. For sure. And I'm like, 
And with everything else happening in the world, one of the only things I can control is what I shove down my hatch. So yeah. <laughs> like, time to stop snacking, time to stop eating all these carbs late at night. Yeah. And instead of carbs, I've switched to wine. <laughs> <Just kidding. laughs> no, honestly, it's amazing what drinking a bunch of water and going on walks um, during the day does for you. Oh, so that, I forgot to mention that. So obviously we've been in a pandemic for like Mm -hmm. the last, it feels probably like 10 months now, I would say in quarantine. I actually started my first prep in quarantine and lost like all that weight. And I don't have any equipment at home. So like people were asking me, like when I said that I lost like 30 pounds, they're like, how'd you do it? We didn't have gyms open. I literally freaking walked. Like I was walking every single day for like probably way longer than the average human would like to be walking. But I was still like, just, that was my only cardio. I didn't run nothing. Just went on walks. You would be amazed at like how much just like trying to get your steps in for the day, how much that like changes, like just how your body just functions, honestly. Like, yeah, I love a good walk. It's the best. Like anytime I've ever like actually looked good and, you know, felt like healthy at my weight, it's always because I've, I've been walking a lot. So you Mm -hmm. heard it here first folks. We have nothing (laughs) else to do. Yeah. We have nothing else to do. Put your goddamn tennis shoes on and get your ass outside. Go (laughs) for a walk. walk. (laughs) Exactly. It's so easy. You don't even need equipment. You literally just need to start like, (laughs) yeah, exactly. Um, but thanks for sharing your experience. So, um, Brie, I just want to say you were like one of the most hardworking people I know. You saved me when I lived in Texas because Aww. you were like my sense of home. I know that sounds super cheesy, but you really were. <laughs> um, and I'm just so happy that you decided to jump on here today. Yeah, I'm excited too. I'm so glad that I've gotten to like talk to you. It's like, you know, like when I used to come over and just have wine, which by the way, I came over one time, guys, and I dropped a bottle of wine before I got to Lawrence. <laughs> <laughs> I remember that. You're like, oh, I just spilled a whole bottle of red wine in your parking lot. No big deal. <laughs> no big deal. We can open this other one up that I brought. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I always come double fisting. Um, <laughs> but is there anything you would like to plug? Instagrams, anything? Um. Yes and no, I guess. I'm like, I don't want these people to follow me. No, I'm just kidding. Give me all the followers. Um, <laughs> so yeah, I just had, you know, I just have an Instagram. My username is literally the same on everything. Um, it is Brianna Bana. Um, side note, this is a name that my mother has given me. It's definitely a nickname that she gave me and now I've just made it my persona. Um, but you spell that B as in boy, R-I-A-U-N-A-B-O-N-N-A. But yeah, that, that is me. That's all that I would like to plug. Um, my friend and I are uh, trying to get a little, our, our little pod on, um, maybe someday soon coming to a Spotify, Apple store near you. Um, who knows? <laughs> well, if you ever need yeah. a guest, you know me. <laughs> yeah, can't I'll wait. happily hop on. Um, well, awesome guys, go follow her. She's great. She's awesome. You also post a lot of good stuff on your, your Instagram. I always look forward to looking at your stories and your posts and I'm pretty hilarious. Uh, yeah, she honestly, she is freaking funny. <laughs> the Snapchats you send me, I like literally <laughs> crack up. You're so hilarious, but 
Um, but yeah, if, if that's all you got to plug, that, that's all I got for today. I'm sure I will have you on again and we can, yeah. we can pick it right back up where we left off. Yes. Awesome. Thanks, well, people. <laughs> yeah. All right, Bree. I will talk to you later. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.